Hey, this is Shamina. This is the Two Quick Things podcast. Welcome back. I skipped last week because coronavirus is ridiculous. Thankfully, I do not have it to my knowledge, and I hope to keep it that way. So I just wanted to come to you today with a few tips on working from home if you are new to working from home. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about corona because um, I don't want to speak that into existence or into anybody's life, uh, primarily my own and my family's. So these are some of the things that I have learned over the past year or so with working from home once, roughly once a week. And I thought as I see people... Uh, online, different platforms and social media working, I was like, um, or even engaging with some of my own colleagues and partners, I'm like, here are some things that I think people need to be aware of. So some will be serious and legit, some will be a little bit funny, but here we go. First one, I think it's so important to set boundaries around what your schedule is going to look like. Let's be honest, none of us knows what this feels like or has experience with uh, no one who is actually still working in the working world knows or has experienced this type of um, pandemic or like upheaval in life and just kind of real difference. So I think when we um, and I'm a person that loves a good boundary in variety of ways, relationships, work, etc., and it can be really easy to overextend yourself when you're working from home because it's like time doesn't exist when you're at home. You haven't left the house. You are not talking to people face to face regularly, like in person. And so I think it's important to consider what are your your work hours going to be? And they may, may be different than what your work hours are in the office because you build in commute time. And so... You maybe have time to go out to lunch or go have your lunch outside or you stop for lunch. And it's kind of a natural flow because you see other people around you stopping to go eat or going into a meeting. People arrive at a certain time. People generally leave at a certain time. But when you're home, you, it's you. And if you're with a partner or with kids, and I can't even talk about the kids thing because I don't have it. So I'll talk about with a partner, just trying to figure out what that flow is because it's a lot easier to again, lose track of time because no one's checking or watching anything. Um, And I also think it's a little bit, a little bit, it's a lot of bit difficult when you feel like you should have the same expectation of productivity engagement that you do when you are actually at work and you've seen your colleagues either the day before, or you're going to see them later. Right now, I think a lot of us are pretending that we should have the same level of productivity. It's just not true. Shit's I don't want to say shit's crazy because, you know, lots of people have it together, but things are unprecedented. There's a lot of unknowns and uncertainty. And I think there's a grace that we've got to be giving to ourselves, the people that we work with, our families, friends, and loved ones around things look different right now. And so how do I um, acknowledge that difference and then make sure that I, I temper or really change and discuss the change in expectation? Um, and some of that starts with boundary setting. So I will will obviously let people figure out what that looks like for them, but that's a tip that I will have. Figure out what your schedule is and stick to it, including breaks. And so for um, folks who are on either a stay-at-home order or a shelter-in-place, there are some provisions if you look at the actual um, the orders or the executive orders from your governor or whomever that say, like, if you can go outside and for what. 
So pay attention to those, read up on them, because it doesn't mean you have to be stuck in the house 24-7. I'm not saying go out and have a dinner party or go, you're not going to find a restaurant that's open that's seating people. But you can go for like a walk around your neighborhood as long as you are practicing social distancing. So read because it's fundamental and be reasonable with like, you're probably not going to walk around outside all day. But if you need to get out for 10 minutes and walk around the three blocks and practice appropriate social distancing, then do that. So you don't go bananas in your house because it's really easy to do. Um, Second tip, walk away from your computer at lunch. Period. Close it, eat, watch some trash TV, catch up on something Netflix, engage with another person, but walk away. Close it. Do not be on it. This is a lesson to myself and a reminder that the work is going to be there when you get back. Promise. There's, I can, can't guarantee much, but I can guarantee you the work is going to be there when you open that computer back after you have lunch. So remember to eat. And if you're not a person who's normally normally eats lunch during the work day, this is a good reminder. This is you know some practice for you to figure out how to manage being a productive person Obviously, obviously, uh, I said that twice. Obviously, managing uh, expectations around what productivity looks like, looks like, but also how do you build in a little bit of balance during this time? Because nothing is balanced right now. So, some of us, myself uh, primarily, I hold on to the things that I can control, and I can I have a sense of time, and I can control when I do something, when I don't do something. That is fairly easy. So I can control literally closing my computer and eating. And sometimes then I scroll through the interwebs or I play a game on my phone and then I come back. So that's a tip. Walk away. You don't have to eat your lunch in front of your computer looking at your screen because your eyes also need rest too. I feel like there's going to be so many more people wearing contacts and glasses after this because we're not sure how to look away from that. And with as many Zoom meetings, and I'll talk about Zoom meetings in a minute, we're constantly going to be looking at a computer. So... Just remember, it's okay to take your eyes off a computer for a little bit. Um, let's see. Set up lunch dates via FaceTime or Google Hangout or Zoom with friends that you have in the office, or friends that you have that work other places. This is a great time to reconnect. Uh, for me, I spend a lot of time during lunches. So I normally when I'm at work, I will have my lunch and then I'll go for a walk and I'll call somebody. Um, that's not all the time. Sometimes I just want to be in solitude and listen to something some music or a podcast, but this could be a great time to have a FaceTime call and set it up, like have it as a meeting so that you're actually getting some FaceTime with someone, or at least maybe it's voice to voice and you're talking about something that's not related to work. Um, again, number four, uh, accept that your produ- productivity might, and by, when I say might, I mean, it's going to dip. So if you acknowledge that at the beginning, then you can have a little bit of grace with yourself and the people that you work with that, again, we we're all going through different things and we're all not sure how to communicate that to each other. And we don't have to pretend that everything is normal. Things are functioning as usual. If you're a high performer, you're still going to have the same outputs. That's not true. That is not true. Even the most well-adjusted person who's not even nervous about this outwardly, there's probably a level of them that's freaking out on the inside. Like, am I going to forever be a work from home employee? And what does the stability of the company or the organization look like? I need to see another human being to talk about something different. But if we just accept, that doesn't mean it's going to feel good, but acknowledging and being like, okay, my productivity is going to dip. 
Yeah, I'm supposed to work seven or eight hours in a day, depending on how long your lunch is. But what if we get in four, four and a half of solid work? You've probably beat the curve for lots of people on getting four hours in out of a regular work day and being more intentional about the work that you're doing. And this is a time really to to capitalize on uh, building relationships and showing support for people. But if you are drowning in your own, like, I don't know what to do with this, ask for help. This is the time for support. If you have a friend that is a distraction for you, call that friend and be like, child, I need you to distract me from something. Like, let's talk about something else. Did you watch X, Y, and Z show? Did you, what's going on in your world? So um, accept that productivity will dip. Um, and don't beat yourself up about it. I hate when people say, don't, don't do this. And I'm like, try not to beat yourself up about it because you are one of millions of people who's having that, a very similar, um, response to this global pandemic. So you're not the only one who's going to experience a dip in productivity, but try to remind yourself that it's okay. And that you will be back to your regular productive selves at some point. Don't put a time frame on it. Just at some point, I'm going to be back to, you know, um, stepping on these motherfuckers next. If I'm just going to be honest and say what exactly I'm thinking. Um, Another tip from home. Get up, shower, wash your hands and your thumbs and the backs of your hands, all of that, and get dressed for work. I'm not saying you should be wearing a suit and tie if you're you're working a suit and tie place, but like put on real clothes. For me, that helps me to remind me myself that, okay, these are work hours, because if not, I'd be in lounge pants. So it reminds me like, okay, I'm getting up to do this specific thing. Uh, it'll also come into play when I talk about Zoom in a, like two more points. But get dressed, do your hair, brush your teeth, brush your teeth. I may not be able to smell your breath over a conference call or a video call, but I can see if you, if, if you haven't brushed your teeth. Um, if you got the crust on the side of your mouth still, you got the crust in your, the crack of your eye. I can see those things. So do those things to get up and just to manage yourself and be clean. Um, do not. I said I don't like when people say that, but here's a tip. Do not treat your bed as your office or your desk. One trick that I have, um, I do every time that I work from home, and especially now that wife and I are both working from home, get up and make the bed. Because I don't like to get in the, a bed that is like clean and crisp and looks good and then come in and like crunch up the sheets and crunch up the, the comforter that's on there. So make your bed and treat it like it's your bed, not your office or your desk. Um, it also will, if you do that, it also can do some extra wear and tear on your mattress that you probably don't need. So hopefully you have a couch or a kitchen table. Our kitchen table is now the office. And so like we have a box of cleaners in the office and we talk about it like it's the office. So that's another tip. Okay, so here's some things uh, related to Zoom. Practice Zoom, Google Hangout, uh, I don't know, FaceTime. I don't know if even people use Skype. There's other stuff out there. Practice, practice. Find somebody to practice with. It's the, it, th- that part is simple. You getting on a Zoom call should not be the first time you've ever gotten on a video call. And I'm sure at this point, people are pretty savvy with it because you've been having, for the most part, having to do it for a few days now. But practice. Um, Make sure you also leave the option for folks to have a dial-in if they don't have the access to a computer or a laptop that has a camera. 
always have the ac- the ability to have someone dial in um, because you never know when someone is maybe somebody's at home and they're breastfeeding and they they need to be multitasking so they need to have the baby on the tit and they need to be on the conference call but we're probably not going to do that if the only option to be a part of a meeting a virtual meeting is to have your camera on so think about that in terms of accessibility and not everybody has a um, a laptop um, or a laptop with a camera. So think about that. We may assume based on what we pay people and how people are compensated, then you're, getting, you, you're watching somebody else's pocket in terms of what they have at home. So there's that. Um, another tip for practicing or in the Zoom, ask folks to make sure that they're dressed. I know that we assume that people you know, are dressed, especially if it's from the waist up, but it can be really uncomfortable when someone gets up because they need to get a cup of water and you see them in their drawers. I haven't seen this. I have heard of this. Or you see them, they're like, you know, a nice regular top up top and then they have on Snoopy pajama pants. And it's probably embarrassing that pe- that person and no one is going to tell them. So I'm not, again, I'm not saying you need to be dressed to the nines or what you would regularly wear, but Encourage folks to get dressed and let them know it's okay to be dressed for the meeting, even if it's a pair of jeans, and even if it's a pair of the same jeans every day because you're not going anywhere in them. That's okay. But I think we have to remind people that this is still, we're still on a business call. And even if you're home and we're home for extended amounts of time working remotely, um, we would anticipate that people are fully dressed when they're on the call. Uh, and I know that goes like we can't manage how people are. But again, you don't want to be the person that has to address the fact that you saw somebody walking around in their boxers or their underwear on the Zoom call, especially if the call is recorded. Awkward. Uh, let's see what's a few more related to the Zoom call. Um, learn how to mute and unmute yourself. That can be part of your practice run. And make sure that whatever microphone that you are using, um, be it your computer microphone, if you have something separate, that it actually works and you know how to function with it. Except uh, that the technology sometimes is just going to fail. Sometimes it, this, this shit's just not going to work. That's where having a dial-in option is really great in case somebody like can't get it together. It's okay to do that. Um, so I would encourage folks to, um, again, practice, know that your technology may fail. Um, and also realize that we know that your kids or your partner or the dog is going to come and get in the video at some time unintentionally. They're going to walk through and not realize you're on a call. It's okay. It's okay. It, it's better if you learn how to mute so that at least we don't hear them talking or the dog barking. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And high key, a, str- a bit of a stress reliever, if your cat, dog, lizard, whatever, I don't know where I came up with lizard, comes onto the screen, a Zoom call, we're all going to appreciate that. We're going to enjoy it. So just know that it's not going to be the end of the world if that happens. Okay. So those are some tips. I'm sure folks have a ton more. Um like knowing when to stop working because it can be easy just to be like, I'm not doing anything. I don't want to watch TV. Let me just hop in to check emails. Like I said, I promise you, if I can promise you nothing else, I promise you that the emails are going to be there tomorrow. There you go. Um, A few more. This is going to be a little bit of a longer episode, but a few more things to think about in this new kind of work from home space that lots of us are in is this is, this can be a, a certain time to demonstrate leadership vulnerability, 
um, especially as leaders don't know what they're doing. And that's okay. That's 100% okay. Leaders do not know what they're doing in this because they haven't done it before. Nobody trains you of what to do in a global pandemic when all of a sudden everybody's work from home and you're trying to figure out what the hell is going on. It's okay. But I think there's there's an opportunity for people to be honest, to be vulnerable as, as much as it feels okay for them to be vulnerable, and to allow space for people to heal. Um, And to stop pretending that things are fine when there's a fire all around us. There's that little meme where the dog is like, everything is fine. And like the fire is all around him. Um, It's okay to be feeling that and to express like your nervousness or anxiousness around this and a commitment that we will figure this out together and that there will be some bumps in the road, um, but that you're committed to whatever the work is and to supporting people in the best way and capacity that you know how Um, and reminding people that they're human. And so some of it's that expectation conversation of like productivity, et cetera. If you supervise people or if you are supervised by someone, it's okay to have that conversation. Um, And if you don't know, tell them you don't know, but you're going to see if you can work on some sort of a, a timely response. And those are all things that are okay So, um, yeah, so, but I think it's certainly a a time to demonstrate some leadership in that way. And if you can't do it, get somebody else to do it, get somebody else to be the leader, just because you're the face or the top of the organization doesn't mean that you're the person that's best positioned to lead at any given time. You might need to turn the reins over to someone who maybe has it together a little bit more or has it together on that day or wants to step into some leadership role at this time and you feel like you can trust them. Those are things that are completely okay. And so I leave you with this for this week. Um, I These are some randoms. Uh, I'm going to call them my FFS. Uh, my, this is an explicit episode. So these are, for fuck's sake, come on. Um First one, you know, on the iPhone, they have the weekly report available. I want to say, bitch, I don't care that my my screen time is up 9% from last week. You know what? I bet you this week is going to be up 15 or 20%. You could keep that. Whoever has that manufactured going through, cut it out. Not right now. I don't need to be guilted into seeing that. I, need, I There's probably a feature where I could turn it off. I don't know where that is. So it still pops up. So there's that. Um, another one for fuck's sake. Um, you know, when people can just sing, sing, like they can sing and you're like, damn, wow. Um, I popped on, this is, I'm recording on Sunday and I popped into Instagram. Uh, cause again, I've been up 9% in uh, my screen time this week as, uh, Apple likes to remind me, <coughs> excuse me. That was a regular cough. <clears throat> I do not have the Rona. Uh, I just been talking for 20 minutes and have not taken a sip of anything. Um, Heather Headley was on, um, and she was singing on her Instagram, and she is a Broadway-trained actress and singer. And when I tell you she can just sing, you know when people can sing and it just comes out of nowhere and it seems so effortless? (coughs) Excuse me. Again, I just drank something, some cider, because I felt like it, and now my throat is adjusting to having liquid in it. But she can just sing, sing, and it is beautiful. So damn it if people can't sing and just been promoting their stuff this week. So shout out to all the artists who are gracing us with their voice over this um, really odd time in history. Um, 
AP history classes in like 10 years are going to be so lit because these will be folks who have lived through this and they can talk about it. So ridiculous. Uh, next is uh, Brene Brown had her podcast come out. It's called, called Unlocking Us. And I stand Brene Brown and it's a really good episode and it's real normal and she cusses in it some and she laughs and it's like you're, you're listening to like a regular person talk. So I really very much value the normalcy of that. Let's see another two more podcast recommendations and then like something that's like uh, really cool and then something super sweet. So one is Brown Ambition Stays Consistent. They are a podcast to brown women who talk about money and finances. And they talk about it in this current age of what's going on in the world. And they're just awesome. Love them both to death. Mandy and Tiffany, thank you for being consistent and getting information out there for us to consume. And then, as usual, the read... Stays with the funny, Crystal and Kid Fury. <clears throat> Thank you for what you do. Uh, let's see. The next part I have is if y'all weren't on Instagram on Saturday, what was Saturday's date? The 21st, you missed an amazing treat. A DJ, D Nice, D N I C E, <clears throat> was DJing for like, I don't know, six, eight hours. And when I tell you it was lit and we were dancing in my living room and <clears throat> turning other people on to it. And he had at one point over 102,000 followers um, on his live. And like the first lady forever, first lady, Michelle Obama was on there. Oprah was on there. Ava DuVernay, uh, Lenny Kravitz, Maxwell, all these celebrities were on there. And uh, like, obviously they were just chiming in and you can see their check mark and them quote unquote them typing um, or their people. Uh, but it was just really cool, and he was so good. And that's the kind of, some of the stuff that's coming out during this time of uncertainty. People are like, their talents and their gifts are showing up in ways that they probably couldn't even imagine. So shout out to those folks who are figuring out a way to make um, and create community uh, in this social distancing age. So shout out to D-Nice. I'll tag him in the um, in the post on Instagram when I post this. And then last but not least, we have started to, with one of our nephews um, who's just learning to read, he's in the first grade, I believe. So one night he, I was like, you should read us a book at night. So for the last few nights, he will have his parents FaceTime us and then he'll read us a book. And the excitement that he has when reading it to us and like turning it around and like showing us the pages is so sweet. So I'm really enjoying that. And he gets so excited and he says, I want to read to you guys every night. And it's, it's just, it feels good to be able to connect in this way. It's unfortunate that it's taken this type of, um, uh, issue or problem that's going on in the world for us to realize the various ways that we can still stay connected. Um, but it still feels good to be able to do that and have the privilege of, uh, having people that we love, that we want to stay connected to, having the technology and being able to afford um, to connect in that way and have access to phone and reading and all of these things that I think we often take for granted um, 
I think this is an, a real huge opportunity to be grateful for so much, even in this really difficult time, because I'm seeing people ask for what they need. If they need some help with finances, people are asking. Um, not everybody can give or in a, are in a position to give, but um, when folks can, they do, and people are willing to give selflessly. And um, I'm just really appreciative of those folks who are checking in or calling or like when I call, uh, they're they're answering or they're responding. And it's just a different way of connecting with people. Um, it's, again, it's really unfortunate, the circumstances under which all of this is happening. And at the same time, people are starting to show up for each other. So I'm hoping that folks will continue to do this even after all of this shit is over. Um, and we eventually have a new president. Hey, praise. So, um, let's, let's not forget that because I'm not even going to get into that one, but, um, I hope that you are asking for the things that you need. And if you don't get it one place, ask, ask somewhere else because people are out there and they want to help. They just don't know sometimes how or in what capacity they can. So, with that, um, thank you for listening. You can find me on Instagram. You can find the show on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. And feel free to slide in my DMs if you have questions or other tips about working from home um, that you want to share. And I'll push those out to folks. But again, thank you for listening. And shout out to all the folks who are creatives who maybe are having a little bit of difficulty coming up with content right now and being consistent. Like I said, I skipped last week because I didn't feel like it. And I was overwhelmed with like the new stuff. So I just I listened to a bunch of podcasts, but I, I couldn't think of what to put out there. Um, so I just needed a little bit of perspective and distance. So if you've got it out there, remember that people are wanting to hear your voice. Um, you may not have, I don't have a, a ton of followers, I think, or listeners, but really who cares? Some of these tips around Zoom and setting up lunch dates and walking away from, those are going to help people. So do what you can to help people and to share, ask for the things that you need, and let's know that we'll all get through this um, in some way or another. All right. Take care, folks. Bye.